0: Hi, this is Mark, host of the Tech Team, and this is our futurist missing voice America kids. Please be on the lookout for Zachary Bird. Zachary is a white male. He is five foot two inches tall and 152 pounds. He has blue eyes and brown hair. Zachary was allegedly abducted by his grandfather Donald Bird in September 2011. A felony warrant was issued for Donald in November 2011. They may have traveled out of state. Zachary's nickname is Zach. If you know of Zachary's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children's Hotline at 1-800-THE-LOST. That's 1-800-843-5678. To see pictures of Zachary Bird, please click on the link on the Voice America Kids homepage, our feature is missing, or the kidstar.org homepage, or go to ourfeatureismissing.com. Thank you. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
1: songs can
2: Did you know Purple Songs Can Fly? Welcome to our program, produced by the Children in Treatment at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. Our program is about great music made by some terrific young talents. Now, here are the hosts of Purple Songs Can Fly.
3: Thank you, and welcome to the program Purple Songs Can Fly on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Zach Tavlin.
0: And I'm Emily Freeman.
3: And today, we'll be talking with, I think, your parents, right, Emily?
0: Yes. They're here, right here in the studio.
3: Awesome. I'm, I'm going to let you just go and introduce sure,
0: them. Sure, sure. introduce them. So, this is my mother, Becky. Hi. And my dad, Doug. Hello. All right. So, um, first of all, I just, I mean, I was diagnosed with cancer in 2009, Um I'm curious to know, how did you hear about that? How did you... who told you? And
4: Just a little bit about the background of it. Well, um, as you know, I mean, you were going through, through some things that we didn't know um, what the cause was, um, and they were troubling things. One of the major things that was troubling to me was um, uh, difficulty with vision, and um, you know, one day in a ballet class uh, in February of 2009. You um, started getting dizzy, came out, and said, I don't think I can stay for class anymore. And so I thought maybe you were just um, having some issues with working too hard and dehydrated. So I said, okay, fine, let's go home and we'll get you hydrated and you'll be fine. Right. But um, you went on to explain that you couldn't see around the edges and, um, you know, your peripheral vision, and that was troubling. And then later, a couple of months later, we had gone to a play that a friend of yours was in, right. and um, you couldn't see her. And yes. when we asked at the intermission how you thought she did... Um, you and were, I, couldn't, I couldn't tell which one she was. Right. Yes. So that was our first clue that, yeah, something is really wrong. Right. And also you started wanting to not stay for ballet, and ballet was your passion and your love and what you love to do, and mm. I thought something was really wrong. So yeah. we went to the eye doctor, and um, when we did, they did that test that tests the field vision and you click the little button and you weren't clicking the button, um, he pulled me aside and said, um, Something's wrong here, and yeah. I think you need to see an ophthalmologist because you failed the field vision test. So, right. went to see an ophthalmologist, and he thought you wanted glasses, and and was making it up, right? Just for that, which yeah. you aren't. So, anyway, from there it went on, and and um, long story short, you ended up doing an MRI and saw a neurologist, and the MRI revealed a brain tumor mm. pressing on your optic nerve, which explained the vision yes. issues. And right after on the pituitary gland, and from that point, things went really quickly. Mm. Um, actually, your pediatrician um, actually called and said, after the neurologist had told us um, what the issue was, and he had asked, do you know any brain surgeons? Mm. I was like, what a question from mom. Right. Um, and but- that,
0: that's what I was really um, asking is, like, for you and dad, what was the first thing that popped into your mind? How did you feel at that point?
4: Right. When the neurologist called me and asked me if I knew any brain surgeons, I was floored. Mm. It's like, what a question to ask a mom. Yes. But I did happen to know a brain surgeon because, as you know, a friend of yours yes. had a benign brain tumor at the ballet studio, and I immediately called her, and mm. she told us about uh, brain surgeons here at Texas Children Neurosurgeon. And made a recommendation, so I talked to your pediatrician, mm. and um, it went really quickly from yes. there. Very there was fast. not a lot of time. Right. was yes. yeah. very fast. Yes. I don't remember how you found out.
5: I was at a store, and you called me
4: okay. mm. with
5: the results and said basically, you know, pack the bag. We're going down to Texas Children's.
0: Mm. Wow. Well, now, how has this... Um, experience changed your personality? Um, Changed my
4: personality? I don't know. (laughs) 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 Um, You tell me. You're probably Um, a better judge of that. Well,
0: or maybe I should (laughs) say your outlook.
4: Okay, yeah. Um, Goodness, it has changed a lot of things, but one thing, um, specifically, it's kind of taught me to uh, appreciate the small things. Um, to be appreciative of things like being able to sleep in your own bed and sink into your own pillow. Those yes. are things that we took for granted before. Yes. Um, but things like that. And then just life itself. Mm-hmm. Um, what a gift that is. Yes. What a blessing that is. And that's one thing that we just took for granted up mm-hmm. until your diagnosis. Yeah. Um. I could go on and on, mm. but those are just two things that come to mind. Right? How it changed me to appreciate the small things. Yes.
0: Well, um, now I can think of a few experiences, but um, can you or Dad share, like, um, sometimes that in the hospital mm-hmm. that really stood out, like with an experience with a nurse or
4: something like that? Oh, there's so many. Yes. Do you want to go first? No, he doesn't want to go first. Okay. Um,
5: well, you spent more time in the hospital. So yeah,
4: that's true. Right. Um, you know, there were serious times, funny times. I'll, I'll start with a funny thing that sure. happened. Sure, um, I remember um, one time, you know, because you're your hypothalamus was affected from treatment and the tumor itself and the hypothalamus i've learned so many things about that um but it regulates body temperature for one thing and Mm. so um your body temperature in the hospital and even now would hover around anywhere between 91 and 96 degrees which is unusual (laughs) and um Oh, you know, there was the lady with the snow cone cart that would come around, and you had just had <laughs> a blue snow cone and um, fell asleep in the hospital bed, and the nurse had come in to take vitals, and um, she noticed you were asleep, so she didn't want to bother you. So she used the thermometer that you just swipe your head and, of course, your... your um, body temperature was low and she looked at you took a closer look at you and your lips were blue and so oh, yes I, I wasn't going to say anything i just wanted to see how it played out and have fun with it wow that, I know.
3: that was
4: that's as mischievous wow. as i get seriously the, the trojan,
3: don't say anything the trojan snow yes. yes so let's take a break i'm zach tavlin
0: i'm emily freeman
3: and you're listening to voice america kids
6: Bon
7: appétit. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
2: Looking for a great sports show from a kid's point of view? Look no further than Speaking of Sports. We've got the stats, scores, and inside news on what's happening all over the sports world. It's all hard-hitting, can't-miss action from your point of view. You'll hear different perspectives, opinions, and predictions from the fans and experts. Tune in to Speaking of Sports every Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Miss just one minute of this show and you've missed out. You are listening to Purple Songs Can Fly on the Voice America Kids channel. To find out more about our program, please visit the website at purplesongscanfly.org. Now, back to our show.
3: Welcome back to Purple Songs Can Fly. I'm Zach Taplin.
0: I'm Emily Freeman.
3: Along with Mr. and Mrs. Freeman, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. So let's continue with our conversation about blue snow cones, or all things blue. Do you also have a story, Mr. Freeman?
5: I didn't spend much time in the hospital. Uh, I think Becky stayed every day, right? Every day that she was yes. in the hospital? Yes, I did. Yeah. But I think there was another story uh, related to blue snow cones. Yeah. Oh, well, I'll they let
4: you strike strike tell that one. No,
5: go ahead, because, again, I wasn't there. No, I'll there. let you
4: tell that one because you know it.
3: I'm going to look <laughs> go at right snow right cones then. differently from now on.
5: Yeah. No, I know you will uh, <clears throat> because with all the different chemo drugs and everything that was going on, it's very toxic to the liver and the kidneys. Mm-hmm. So one of the nurses suggested using, what is it, methylene, methylene blue? Methylene blue. Which is not used commonly anymore because it's a—it's an old-fashioned mm. drug, but basically it's to protect your kidneys okay. from damage, from chemo. <laughs> and it's um, a very deep blue, um, almost, how would you describe it? Just... Blue, just intense, just like intensely deep. L- liquid blue? Yeah, yes. liquid um, blue. It's just yes. like almost like paint. It's so liquid. Wow. Right. And um, what goes in has to come out. So you have intensely deep blue output, let's say. <laughs> and wow.
0: I remember, um, I had no idea that this would happen. <laughs> I told you, I really did. I, I
5: we'll gave you see. <laughs>
0: I go into the restroom. Where is this going? And I'm like. Nowhere good. Oh my goodness gracious. You're the
3: saint for the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Seth Taplin.
4: I'm Emily Freeman.
3: And today we're talking with Mr. and Mrs. Freeman.
4: We would always warn the nurses who came in too. because I was would... tempting not to. Right.
3: <laughs> this is like a pattern of, of just misinformation. It's like a, I was really tempted to not tell the nurse you're just eating a snow cone. Yeah. We really okay. time not talking about methylene blue. This is...
4: So Zach, what we're trying to say is <laughs>
3: outsider looking in.
4: Is when life gives you lemons,
3: you make, make blue, blue snow, snow cones. cones. <laughs> yes, there you go. I could have said better myself.
4: There you go. So we had fun in the hospital. We did. It wasn't yes. all you yes. know gloom and doom because right. that's you the, have
5: to pick your moments.
4: Yes.
3: yes, yes. So were there any cheery non-blue? Moments of, of the hospital. If you say you the hospital, like uh, what would you say? Like the most happy like memory there would be.
0: I would have to say um, my first nurse in the ICU was actually a leukemia patient herself, a leukemia survivor, um, and my hair was starting to fall out from the chemo and uh, the cancer itself. And I didn't want it to fall out. Um, I had long golden curls, and I just I didn't want it to fall out. So I put a bandana on my head, and I'm like, maybe this will help it stay in longer. Um, but my nurse knew that it was getting matted, and the easiest thing to do, I mean, I was trying to comb it out maybe to see if that would work, but it was literally matted on my head. So she, um, she said the easiest thing to do would to go up to the 16th floor and have them cut it all out. Um, and she said, she really just gave me like a pep talk. Um, she said, you know, it's going to grow back in. And um, it, it was just really comforting uh, for her to be there and her experience.
3: Well, well that, that's good. That, that's something that, you know, I'm sure was traumatic, you know, was right. turned into a happy memory just by, by the quality of care.
0: Exactly. Received.
3: I think, that, I think and that, that shows the importance yes. of excellent nurses, doctors. And
0: that's what's so great about Texas Children's is the nurses and doctors who really care, who really care for the kids.
3: So let's take a break. I'm Zach Tavlin.
0: I'm Emily Freeman.
3: And you're listening to Voice America Kids. The song we're going to play on this break is called My Daddy, written by Jaslyn when she was seven years old.
1: My daddy is tall like a skyscraper, kind like sugar, strong like a rapper. My daddy is tall like a skyscraper. My daddy is tall like a skyscraper Kind like sugar, strong like a rapper Funny like Popeye, nice as ice cream He knows how to make me laugh He carried me on his shoulders when I was sick My daddy is tall like a skyscraper My daddy is tall like a skyscraper Bunny like papa, nice as ice cream I love him more than money, more than anything My daddy would help me with any problem He would write a song just for me my daddy is tall like a skyscraper, cut like sugar, strong like a wrapper. My daddy is tall like a skyscraper.
7: I'm host of Paper Hope Street Team, and this is our future's Missing Voice America kids. Please be on the lookout for Caitlin Clay. Caitlin is a 15-year-old female and is considered an endangered runaway. She is white, 5 feet 2 inches tall, with blue eyes and sandy-colored hair. Caitlin may be in the company of an adult male. Her ears, nose, and lower lip are pierced. She has a tattoo of a heart on her left hip. Her hair may be dyed. If you know of Caitlin's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children's Hotline at 1-800-THE-LOST. That's 1-800-843-5678. To see pictures of Caitlin Clay, please click on the link on the Voice America homepage, Our Future Is Missing, or the kidstar.org homepage, or go to ourfuturesmissing.com. Thank you.
2: Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to The Tech Team, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. You are listening to Purple Songs Can Fly on the Voice America Kids channel. To find out more about our program, please visit the website at purplesongscanfly.org. Now, back to our
3: show. Welcome back to Purple Songs Can Fly. I'm Zach Tavlin.
0: I'm Emily Freeman.
3: Along with Mr. and Mrs. Freeman, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. So, Emily, why don't you continue your conversation with (laughs) your parents? Sure,
0: sure. So, Mom, Dad, um... What about like an inspirational story uh, that we encountered in the hospital?
4: Oh my goodness! From my perspective, there were so many. Yes. Um, you know, because you uh, you met a dear friend um, mm. who passed away yes. uh, while we were going through this, and um, that was difficult. But um, I think I think for me personally, one of the things I go back to uh, consistently is. Mm there was one time in particular when you were inpatient in the hospital and um it was about day three um you know cancer patients if they're um if they become neutropenic which means their body basically can't fight off um things that come against it um and mm. do the job um you know that it was made to do right, right. <laughs> um and so they keep you there until you're not neutropenic and um You had to have IV antibiotics. And so we felt kind of imprisoned, I guess is the best word. And Mm. I remember uh, there was a housekeeper that would come in every day. He was so um, friendly and upbeat and did his job and uh, would smile. And uh, one day in particular, he came in, and he just – it just came over him to share with me he was looking Mm -hmm. out the window across across the hospital i mean across the street the women's center was going up Mm -hmm. um, and he he motioned outside he and he said mom look outside and see how they're building across there and they spent months building a foundation underneath um, and the building will go up quickly And he said, I just want to encourage you not to look at this time in the hospital as being imprisoned. And that was exactly what I was thinking at the time. They won't let us go. Right? We're stuck here. We're stuck here. But look at it as a time of preparation. Um, You're building a foundation for your daughter. And I look back on that time, and really it was precious time because we had – time together that normally we wouldn't have had and so it's kind of like um, the difficult times and seasons that we went through I see the blessing in it and I know you've said even in your song that you wrote with Purple Songs Can Fly um, that uh, you wouldn't have met the people you've met or been the places that you've been had it not been for this cancer experience. Right. So that was one thing I can look back to and say that was just like a message that, yes, yes we're here for a reason, even though it may not look good to us at the time, mm-hmm. but it really has a purpose in our lives, and um, I can look back at it and see good in it. Yes,
3: That's actually an incredibly deep, rich story and experience that kind of, it would change my perspective on what was going on at the time, I'm sure, as it did yours. uh, Were were there any other times while in the hospital that you had kind of one of those... Thought shifts.
4: Well, know. as a matter of fact, following that up, one one thing that Emily had problems with—it's um, not her fault at all—but um, she was what they call a hard stick, which means you know when you're drawing labs, they couldn't find her veins easily, and so sometimes they would have to look for them, which was a painful experience. And yes. so they've come up with this. Um, Device, and you'll have to help me with it. I don't know what it's called, if you recall. But basically, it's It's a vein finder.
5: It's an ultrasound, basically. Right. A portable.
4: Right. And so they can find your vein right off the bat. Anyway, at this particular time, this was before they used this with her, and um, we had gone for an MRI, and they had to, um, you know, she had to have, Um, Contrast. contrast. Right. Thank you. And so it was a real painful experience for her because they couldn't find the vein. For the IV. Right. And um, she was crying. And that's just one thing as a parent. It's real difficult to see your child go through pain and and be helpless and not be able to do anything about it. And Doug would go in with Emily to the MRIs, and I would go out in the waiting room. And I remember because he's better at that. And so... um, I went in the out in the waiting room after that and just, you know, really distraught because mm. I knew how much pain she was in and, and oh, yeah. I couldn't do anything about it. And so I was just sitting in the waiting area and I looked up and remember the um, housekeeper I told you about, I saw him walking. Right and across the hall, and it's like, and it was like such a ray of sunshine to see him, who had given me so much encouragement, and I just went running after him. <laughs> of all the people,
3: I in- mean, I mean, I, I can only imagine you know, being being a parent in the situation and, and how yeah. it would feel. And it's it's really sounds like that housekeeper really made kind of an impact on on you mm. as, yes. as a person, and if, and, and, and through the,
4: right? And of all the people that could have been walking by, right? It was know? just an encouragement to me at the time. I needed encouragement, right? Uh, you know.
3: That's Rave wonderful. Yeah, you know, yes. I'm really glad that there are people that are able to, you know, see a need, even if it's not their job. Right. You know, and, and right. really speak to people and help help them through something that's probably one of the most difficult experiences anyone can go through. Yes. Um, that's incredible.
4: We've seen him again since then, and I made a point of being introduced to his boss to tell him what an impact he made on yeah. me. A lot of times what I found here in this environment, the people who are doctors, nurses, and housekeepers, um, their job goes beyond what they do, what their job description is, mm-hmm. but it's being that light and that um, you know, help to parents who are there going through a difficult time, and those were the things that were most meaningful to me.
3: And I think this story really shows... Um, you know the impact just a few words can have absolutely you know i mean it's just a few kind words at the right time can make a change in someone's entire life exactly you know so yeah so sadly we have to take a break Uh, yeah i'm zach tavlin
0: and i'm emily freeman
3: and you're listening to voice america kids now not sadly our song during this break will be called being invincible it was written by leslie when she was 16 years old enjoy
8: the sun shining I know it's gonna be a good day I walk outside feel the cool breeze blowing and forget about yesterday I'm feeling good better than usual I have the support of the people around me I know they care I know they're loving me I'm floating on air Being invincible I hope this feeling Will last a while And the rough times Won't get me down But if they do I know support will always be around. I'm feeling good, better than usual. I have the support of the people around me. I know they care. I know they love me. I'm floating on air. Being invincible. I'm feeling good better than usual. I have the support of the people around me. I know they care. I know they love me. I'm floating on air, being invincible. I'm floating on air, being invincible. I'm floating on air. air. And then.
6: minutes of fame how about four times that every single week it's the fame game listen as maddie rose who is up and coming in the world of fame brings you fame from all walks of life you'll hear from doctors teachers mentors life heroes as well as those in the fields of acting movies music and more who knows you might be the next one maddie rose talks to on the air Listen for The Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. We didn't invent kid talk.
9: We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. If you think
2: you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you.
6: VoiceAmerica.tv is online now.
2: The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience. Live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want when... When you want it
6: voice TV.
2: from health and wellness to business sports and everything in between discover our new world visit voice TV now and experience the future of online television
6: voice america.tv looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens tune in to express yourself an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3
9: p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. Hi, this is Rio Wade, host of Paper Hope Street Team, and this is Our Future is Missing, Voice America Kids. Please be on the lookout for seven-year-old Isabel Salis. Isabel went missing from her home April 20th, 2012 at 6 a.m. She went missing from her hometown of Tucson, Arizona. She is Hispanic, 3 foot 8 inches tall, weighing 44 pounds, with hazel eyes and light brown hair. Isabel is missing one top and one bottom tooth. She was last seen wearing a blue tank top and navy blue basketball shorts. If you know of Isabel Salice's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children's hotline at 1-800-THE-LOST. That's 1-800-843-5678. To see two pictures of Isabel Solis, please click on the link on the Voice America homepage, Our Future is Missing, or go to ourfutureismissing.com. Thank you.
0: We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up you're listening to voice america kids you're 12
6: years old it seems as if nobody understands what you go through you're not quite a teenager yet but you're definitely not a little kid anymore tune in to life at 12 for the answers and support you need to get through this time in your life your hosts have some amazing life experiences and because of this they have the know-how to get you through 12 and on to 13 and beyond it's a tough point in your life right now. Get the advice you need on Life at 12, Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk talk radio host no matter where you are in the car out and about while traveling or anytime you can't be close to your computer catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot search voice america at your favorite app store join us every week for the paper hope street team none of our topics are off the table this is a program that you can listen to and discuss with your family from the pages of the paper hope blog to the internet radio airwaves We'll talk about the topics you want to talk about, such as friendship and relationships, or some more controversial issues about sex, drugs, and underage drinking. Join the Paper Hope Street Team, live every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern
7: Time, Noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. Let's talk soon. Hi, this is Angel Ramirez, host of the and Harmony Show, and this is Our Future is Missing Voice America Kids. Please be on the lookout for 17-year-old Raymond Pierce, who is 5'11", weighing 160 pounds, with brown eyes and brown hair hair, an 18-year-old Jake Ziegler, who is white, 5 feet, 10 inches, 135 pounds, with blue eyes and brown hair. They are presumed possibly injured and missing from Denver, Colorado. They went missing on October 13, 2012. They are believed to be together. They may have traveled to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, in a green 2006 Pontiac G6 with North Carolina license plate number BDD8844. Raymond is biracial. He is white and Hispanic. Raymond's front tooth is chipped and he has a scar on his right hand, left leg, and arm. His ear is pierced. Raymond goes by the nickname Ray and Jake goes by the name of Ziggy. If you know of Raymond Pierce's or Jake Ziegler's whereabouts please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children's Hotline at 1-800-THE-LOST. That's 1-800-843-5678. To see a picture of Raymond Pierce or Jake Ziegler, please click on the link on the Voice America homepage at Our Future is Missing, or go to ourfuturesmissing.com. Thank you. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with
0: 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring.
7: Have you met Catherine the Grape?
6: She may be a lot like you. She likes sports, singing songs, having fun, and taking adventures with her friends. She especially loves to make new friends like you. Tune in each week to Catherine the Great's Magical Hour, hosted by Madeline, and discover about how you are magical, colorful, and love. You will learn, laugh, and feel welcome with Catherine the Grapes Magical Hour. Heard every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Be inspired to ripple loving kindness throughout the world with your friends at Catherine the Grapes Magical Hour. Awesome
1: and
2: Listening to Purple Songs Can Fly on the Voice America Kids channel. To find out more about our program, please visit the website at PurpleSongsCanFly.org. Now
3: back to our show. Welcome back to Purple Songs Can Fly. I'm Zach Tablin.
0: I'm Emily Freeman.
3: Along with Mr. and Mrs. Freeman, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Now, unbeknownst to the listening audience, we actually have another kind of. Uh, I won't say hidden, because I can see him, but we have another guest uh, in the studio today. A Freeman. Um, Another another Freeman. Uh, His name is Jonathan Freeman, and he is Emily's brother. Now, uh, Jonathan has actually been um, helping us out a lot as a... uh, technical director sound producer uh he's been editing our radio show for a while so say hi, hi to the to the hi. world
5: how are you i'm doing great how are you doing <laughs> pretty good good to be here
3: and i i know you guys cannot see this but he's actually juggling a computer and some sort of really complicated soundboard while at the same time talking to me so thanks for uh you know joining us and sure be willing being willing to speak yeah so um it must have been incredible that Emily's experience, I'm sure, had some role in you um, doing what you're doing now. Right. Uh, would you like to talk about kind of the effect of Emily's experience on you as an older brother?
10: Well, um, Emily's experience really kind of, um, you know, I wasn't always, like, personally, you know, at the front lines when everything was happening, but I, didn't have, I did experience a lot of the... Um, you know, just day to day differences and um, just what everything is like having a you know experience like this. Um, basically, I would say that um, the whole experience of Emily um, going through treatments has really helped me to um, appreciate what I have and mm-hmm. and think that um, you know what I'm doing if it's not to um, if it's not to do the best that I can and Use what I've been given, and I still have, then, um, then I'm, I would be wasting it, and mm-hmm. I never want to do that. And um, and Emily has really been a big factor in helping me to to learn that, and it's really changed me a lot.
3: Mm-hmm. So, so, so would you say she's an inspiration to you?
10: In Definitely, life? yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, just uh, Emily has a lot of resilience, and she's really brave. And um, yes, she is and um i've you know i've just she has such a like a a strong personality and um she's just always happy even though everything is you know everything is terrible you know sometimes Mm. and um she she still puts a smile on her face even if she has to force it and um that's been you know pretty inspirational um just to just to think i mean obviously to any problems that I have, you know, it just, it, it makes me think, whole oh, family can do that, you know, I mean, <laughs> <All right. laughs> this is easy, so, um, it's been really inspirational in that way, um, it's been really empowering, you know, I mean, it's very humbling, and so, um, it's just been really, mm. um, a really powerful force to have Emily. Mm.
3: I, I totally understand, <laughs> I just, I've seen it in, um, in other children as well, I mean, I, I know, yes. uh, people think of cancer as a very personal disease but but really uh it affects an entire family uh Mm. everyone is affected in some way and uh that's actually one thing purple songs does is it it, uh it opens it serves as well for siblings and um you know other other family members because they can be affected very very powerfully as well uh one one of my uh personal friends um his his brother had cancer and Mm. uh he uh, lived pretty much independent for a really, about three years because his parents were always at the hospital and,
0: mm, wow.
3: uh, and he could, wasn't able to see his brother as much and he was really close to them. It was, it was horrible, yeah. you know, but it really did give him that perspective and really changed him as a person for the better. Mm. Um, I think it's important to acknowledge that.
4: Jonathan was really helpful. He and his older brother, our other son, Michael. Um, we just depended on them to hold down everything at the house, take care of the dog, bring in the paper, all that. While mm-hmm. we lived at the hospital, yeah. he basically grew up really fast and yes. was able to take care of things for us at home.
3: Yeah, because the, the family has to shift focus you know, off to, away from the home and often to the hospital for mm. months and months and months, and that can right. be tremendously difficult. But um, you know, it's really inspirational, I'm sure, for many to hear every, about all the kind of positive life experiences that have come out of this. So do you have any questions for Jonathan?
0: Yeah. um, Whenever I was first diagnosed, um, how did you hear about it?
10: Um, I got home from school, and I was in my room, and Mom was there. And um, Mm. she just uh, had a talk with me. Mm. And Mm. let me know about everything that was going on, and I had absolutely no idea how it happened or it made no sense really and um, um, it was a shock
0: Mm. to say the least (laughs) (laughs) totally totally Mm.
10: but um, I mean like you were saying um, it's definitely been a lesson in independence (laughs) I mean um, I was going to community college at the time and um, and I had like a minimum wage job and um, I had to you know figure out how to start paying for everything and mm. um you know be responsible to do everything and go every, be everywhere i need to be and i remember um um when we were when it first started happening um my dad or my brother was going uh, he just graduated from college and he was getting a new job and um i remember my dad just saying um he looked at michael and he was like okay you get a job and he looked at me, and he said, "And you, do good in school, and you get, and you know, you get good grades and all that." And so, mm. um, motivation. Yeah, yeah I'm, sure, I'm, I'm sure. No pressure
3: <laughs> <laughs> at all. Oh,
0: but see, looking back on it now, I mean, what have you learned about yourself? And I mean, I know it's a hard question, but um, yeah.
10: Yeah. Uh, well, not put on the spot or anything. Um, <laughs> you
5: promised no hard it.
10: questions. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I've learned that nothing can be too big mm-hmm. um, to overcome. Yeah. Uh, I've learned that um, I can manage a lot more than I thought I could. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't need to have my hand held in any way. Um, and uh, I, I've just learned that um, you know, there's a lot possible if you believe that it is so hmm. and that's
3: wonderful that? i think that's probably the message for for everyone through this experience yes i just want to thank you guys so much for joining us our uh, pleasure it's been really great having you in studio and interviewing you guys uh you have been listening to purple songs can fly i'm zach tabler
0: and i'm emily freeman
3: and you are listening to voice america kids now before we go we're going to play the song the god in my heart written by Jessica and Angelica when they were 17 and 18 years old.
8: The God in my heart loves me so
1: much. The God in my heart, I feel His touch. The God in my heart knows.
2: Thanks for listening to Purple Songs Can Fly. We'll see you again next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Kids Channel. And remember, for more information about the Purple Songs Can Fly project, visit www.purplesongscanfly.org. We'll be back with more music next week. friended us on facebook yet why not just go to facebook.com forward slash voice america or search for the keywords voice america once you are part of our facebook network you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows this week's featured guests and new happenings at the voice america talk radio network and you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall just go to facebook.com forward slash voice america or search
6: for voice america get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on twitter Find us at voiceamericatrn or twitter.com forward slash voiceamericatrn. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids.